Is it time to give up on the Yankees? You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias, and with me as always is my producer, Steve Granado. Steve, I'm... I don't want to be negative. I'm trying not to be negative today. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. You're doing great over there. And hey, it's not like one in the morning either. So that's, you know, positives, positives. Hey, coming up on today's show, uh, thanks so much for clicking. And thanks so much for being a part of this community. We all need each other right now, right? Um, (laughs) Later on in the show, we're going to see what in-house options the Yankees have if any, and talk about what paths they might be taking here moving forward uh, after this really tough road trip. We also have the boys from Lockdown Angels to join us here later on to talk a little bit about this past series, but more to talk about the odd similarities between these two teams. Very, very strange. Uh, but first, Stacey, I'm going to ask you, and this is the, I think this is the first time I've asked you this season. <laughs> have you given up? Is I'm, it I'm, over? I'm close. I'm not there yet. I still feel like I'm not there yet. There's still a lot of baseball left. There's still a lot of things that can happen, but I'm not there yet. Uh, ask me again, like the second week of August, and we'll see how I'm doing. But for right now, I'm not completely giving up on them yet. So you're giving them like three more weeks. Yeah. <laughs> See, because, look, I mean, look what I, I've done for you. Look, look, look at the positivity right here. I know. I know. I'm one of the most pessimistic people on earth. And I try not to be on this show. And I wasn't for the beginning of the season. I was trying to be kind of sunshine and roses. And no, it's not over. No, they could still do this. And it's just, it's hard to believe that it's not over. But I'm just I'm holding out hope that maybe this team could turn it around enough where they can make a wild card spot. <laughs> The Orioles have done what Yankees fans wanted the Yankees to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They're in first place. <laughs> Crazy, right? Uh, the what AL East, ladies and gentlemen. The <laughs> AL East, Major League Baseball, ladies and gentlemen. Carlos yeah. Rodon, Stace, I think would – let's talk about his game in Anaheim. A very hot day. I was out at the ballpark. Plenty of Yankees fans, just like they always show up in Anaheim. Four and a third, four hits, six earned, five walks, three strikeouts. He was all over the place. I mean, his stuff just wasn't – he couldn't control it last Mm -mm. night, yesterday afternoon, whatever you want to call it. Stacy, the kiss. The the kiss of death? Is that the kiss of death, the blowing the kiss? I know there are some people that are taking it all the way to the moon and back. Uh, There are some people who are like, whatever. How are you on the blowing the kiss to the fans thing? I feel like it would have been worse if it were at Yankee Stadium. It was at a road stadium. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if it were Yankee Stadium, it would be not quite up there with Jack McDowell putting up his middle finger, but pretty close. (laughs) Sure. I saw a lot of comparisons on that. A lot of Mm -hmm. people talking about that. Yeah. Do I care? That was a moment. (laughs) No, I don't don't care. Whatever, man. I mean, did he pitch well? No. Did he have his best stuff? No. Uh, Mm. Did it matter? I mean, kind of, Ian Hamilton pitched well. I liked how he bounced back. Yeah. I mean, we're grasping at straws at this point. Um, True. 
<laughs> that big hanging curve to, to Taylor Ward, that was a massive mistake pitch. Two-run shot, no doubt about that one. Uh, he tried to repeat high fastballs on Luis Renjifo. The second one caught too much of the plate, and he turned it around for a two-run shot in the second. Uh, he left another hanger to Mickey Moniak. It was the RBI single. And again, he was just like all over the place. Like He just, he just couldn't locate on a consistent basis. Remember, I was talking about consistency on yesterday's shows. Like Domingo Herman had some good stuff. Uh, and some really good flashes of, of perfection stuff, per perfect game stuff. Uh, he just couldn't have it on a consistent level. And Carlos Rodon was super inconsistent with... Or consistently bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's one way to say it. Mm -hmm. um, I think in the same breath or in the exact same flip side of that, Chase Silseth was pretty darn consistent. I think what really... People are going to point, look at the results and go, why couldn't Barraza hit? How come Volpe didn't hit? How come, you know, yes, people are going to be mad no matter what happens. They could win the World Series and people would still be mad. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think what Chase Silset did nicely yesterday, his sequencing was all over the place in the best way possible. I mean, he was going slider, sinker, sweeper, change, change, fastball, sinkers. The Yankees were all, all over the place. They couldn't, they didn't know what to expect. And I mean, I'm not going to say you have to tip your cap in this one because, you know, the, he got he got the best of you. But, I mean, he did pitch a really nice game, and his stuff was working. Um, his sinker was great, and he was he barely repeated pitches. Like, it's real, it's tough, man. Baseball's tough. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to make excuses here, but baseball's just tough sometimes, too. Didn't I predict that? Didn't I say yes, he was you did. well? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, I. Uh, as soon You're as, welcome. As soon as, <laughs> as soon as Silseth got up past like the second, I was like, "Oh, Stace, oh man." <laughs> um, I mean, I know some things. I, I just, you know, I was right about Tyone. I just, it's sometimes you get a feeling about things. Like I know I've screwed up my bold predictions a lot, but I sometimes get a feeling about certain things, and I just, I just kind of knew. I was like, Ugh. "This is like a recipe for disaster with the way they've been not hitting lately." But hey. They scored three runs, guys. I mean, they only got two hits on Tuesday. So going from only two hits to three runs on Wednesday is kind of a good-ish thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, when we're talking about the Colorado series, right, those first couple of games, you're going, like, of the road trip right out of the break. Like, wow, okay, this offense looks rejuvenated a little bit. Save that Friday game in Colorado. Saturday looked good. Sunday with some fight ended up losing. Uh, even Monday, you know, the Oswaldo Cabrera big uh, two-run double. Um, you know, there were there were, there was a really nice game from Oswald Peraza, and this one in the sixth felt like it could have that same kind of trajectory. Right, Stanton hits that solo shot off Silseth. Um, that was after he just missed one on Sunday and Monday, right? Like so, that was had to have felt much better. I don't know, man. He he's he's can't adjust to curveballs right now. He's late on fastballs. Like it's, it's then he just runs into one, right? Mm -hmm. um, Bader hit by a pitch, obviously pulled. He's got a bone bruise, so yippee. Uh, <sighs> Higgy had an RBI knock. Yeah, and then Peraza striking on a back-to-back -back curves there. Tough pitch, close pitch. Not a terrible uh, watch. Probably couldn't have done much with that anyway. But even the bases juiced that. There was the moment on Tuesday's game where I'm like, oh, that was it, right? When uh, Rizzo rolled into the double play yeah. after the air. And then yep. Peraza striking out looking was that same moment in game three. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was like, all right, fun little try to come back, but not happening. <laughs> yeah. 
Tough one again. Tough. I mean, r- worst road trip of the year. Oh, yeah. By Not far. even close. One in five. One in five. Yeah. That's one in brutal. five against, you know, the Rockies aren't a good team. They're really not. They're not a good no. team. And, um, you know, the, the Yankees are just so confounding. It's actually hard to believe that this team has 50 wins with the way they've been playing. It's it's kind of a miracle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, yeah. it's crazy. I mean, we're texting subtexters about it, too. Uh, link in the episode description. 14-day free trial. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, when Frenchie Cordero, no offense, has the best day and he hasn't played in, like, six days or whatever, he's had, like, one pinch hit opportunity. He goes Was three he a triple for away from a, the cycle? Yeah, the one with the solo shot there in the eighth. Yeah, uh, yeah you know, things aren't going right. You just They're just not. Uh, a lot of guys look lost up there. Tough series for Volpe, man. I thought he was yeah. building well, um, and then he just couldn't buy a hit. He had that one hit on Tuesday, right? Here's a dumb question. I know that Peraz is playing third because basically because uh, Donaldson's not there. But is Volpe feeling any pressure with Peraza up, or is he just falling back to? I don't know. Is he know. just catching I, the sucketh from all the other players? Like, because it is <laughs> contagious. <laughs> that is a yes, and that is a scientific term. Yes, that is a baseball sabermetric term. The sucketh. Yes. Uh, or I don't know the vortex Stays. of suck. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna try and get in his head. He, he had a tough series, man. He just had a tough series, and uh, you were. I was really liking what we were seeing at him pre All Star break. Uh, liked what we saw out of him in Colorado, but this, you know, three. Hey, it's three games. Yeah. It's three games, you know, you don't want to go too hard in, in either direction. But yeah, no, I mean, it, it's it's Volpe's not the problem. Right. No, and he hasn't the been the problem all year. No, he really hasn't even it, he hasn't. And we said that we've said that I've said that um, he's not the problem. The whole team is the problem or, yeah. you know, 90 percent of the team is the problem yeah. right now. I just don't like the base running mistakes, the sloppiness. It, they're just something needs to be done but i don't know what because the fundamentals are awful you can't be that bad and i'm sick of the excuses being made by the manager for some of this stuff it's just these are professional grown men they're looking like little leaguers out there no offense to little leaguers (laughs) and it's just it's frustrating (laughs) to watch it is frustrating to watch and to be fair it's not like they're not frustrated you can see it you can see the body language they are all frustrated because like you said, they're professional baseball players. This is what they do for a living. This is what they've worked their entire lives to do. They're not going out there trying to lose. I can guarantee you that much. Uh, yeah. yeah. Let us know how you're feeling about this uh, series in Anaheim down below here on the YouTube side. Of course, you can drop your questions. One last chance before Fan Mail Friday tomorrow. Of course, the Yankees have an off day Thursday, so our Fan Mail Friday episode will be bigger than normal, which is great. You guys get more questions answered. Your last chance. If you want to guarantee answers to your question, we have already a couple of them from our subtexters. You can join our subtext. It's a 14-day free trial. You get free text messages uh, with Stacy and myself for the first 14 days. And, of course, you get other information. You get pictures from me and from Angel Stadium. <laughs> you guys got some pictures from me. I went to two, two of those games. Uh, you can also block me. That's cool, too. Uh, but again, all the uh, information is in the episode description. We're going to step aside when we come back. We've got the Frisch Brothers from Locked On Angels, and we're going to take a look back at our bold predictions. Let's see how bad I did.
For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. eBay Motors guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, and exclusions apply. Locked on crossover today. Angels, Yankees. Hey, to Angels fans. Hi. Remember me? Uh, probably not. I think uh, I think everybody's gone at this point uh, that was watching the Steve era of Locked on Angels. And to those who do remember that and going, oh, my gosh, he's crossed over to the dark side. Yeah. Yeah, that's happened. Hey, Rise, boys, Lord how's Peter. it going? You guys you guys took all three. That was so good, man. It was so much fun to watch. I know not for you guys, but for us, it was such a it was such a needed sweep for us, especially after that Houston Astros series. That Sunday game was so tough to lose. And so to get all three and put us right back in the race, it feels real good. We are always the team that other teams get right against. And so we were very concerned about that in this series. <laughs> Fortunately, we finally got one you know previously it was the Padres who got right against the Angels and and I think gosh even the Dodgers were struggling when we faced the Dodgers and then they yeah. went and took all four against the Halos so uh sorry it had to be at your guys's expense but it does yeah. feel good to get right <laughs> against the team <laughs> um before the series started Stacy and I do this segment called bold predictions on the show so mm -hmm. we would like to show you guys and we've been keeping track We've been doing this for about a month. Okay. Uh, we'd like to show you guys what Stacy and I's bold predictions were before the Angels-Yankees series. Do you have any bold predictions for this series against the Angels? Severino will have the best start out of the three. <laughs> wow. Okay. 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 I'll take that. That's a good bold prediction. See, you're, you're learning. I'm learning. I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to zone in on that Tuesday game. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say the Yankees break out for double digit runs. All right, that's bold. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Yay. So I, I just, look, they were bold. Look, Very yeah. bold. You're so bold. That's the point. And you guys know Sandy had not been pitching well. Yes. Right. 100%. So right. I don't think that was if, too crazy. If it was going to be prediction. any if it was going to be any start, it was going to be that that Sandy start. Yes. And, and so for, he surprised all of us with the way he came out on on Tuesday. So that yeah, that was huge. Stacy, congratulations. You have now officially taken over the Locked On Yankees bold predictions lead, three <laughs> points to 2.5. Your first lead. My first lead. Yay. Well done. Yay. <laughs> take a bow. Take a bow. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Guys, I, I also wanted to talk about just the similarities of these two teams. Yes. Right? Like, you, you mentioned that the Angels have been the team that a lot of teams get right against. Mm -hmm. Uh the Yankees were hoping that the Angels would continue that trend. Yes, obviously. I'm sure. Yep. But I mean, like, records-wise, trajectory-wise, uh, hatred by the fan base of their manager-wise, like, <laughs> they, these teams are, like, weirdly, weirdly similar. Yeah, I saw Fire Boone trending 
the other night uh, when he didn't walk Otani. And I thought, hey, that's what Angel fans always say. Fire Nevin. (laughs) They have the same solutions as we do. (laughs) Yeah. And then when he defended it and said, you know, that Moniac kid, he's he's really great. Even Angel fans were like, yeah, but you still don't pitch to Otani. And so there's just really dumb decisions made by both managers. And we look at what happened. I mentioned Sunday against the Astros. We look at what happened with the Astros and how the Angels brought in Estevez in the eighth inning, which made sense because it was the heavy hitters in the Astros lineup. But to not have him come back out in the ninth inning was just ridiculous. He had only pitched five through five pitches the night before, and he was at like 15 pitches, I think, in that game. And quite honestly, we didn't expect him to be available on Monday anyway. And so why not throw him back out there? But he brings in Jaime Berea, who is a quasi starter reliever, not really sure who he is. Oh, for six and save opportunities. And everybody was like, why is this happening? And so we could commiserate in really dumb decisions with our managers. Yeah. Yeah. Stace, I know you have a lot to say when it comes to decision-making, especially in, especially with the Yankees. It's like, We've said it a couple of times on the show. They have to be perfect to win. They can't yeah. They can't get past those mistakes. They can't be like, okay, well, Boone made a bad move in the sixth, but we still got three innings. Like, that That just does not happen for the Yankees, right, Stace? Nope. And, you know, I mean, if I had it my way, he would have been fired after the ALCS, but it mm. didn't happen. So it's, we'll see. It's bizarre. <laughs> it's bizarre. Mm-hmm. Uh now, now here we are, right? After the series is over, the Yankees end up going one in five on a very crucial road trip outside of the All-Star break. They find themselves now three games over 500. The Angels entered the break one game under, uh, easily could have won the series against Houston, as you guys alluded to, but ended up sweeping this series with three more at home. Long homestand. Mm-hmm. The Yankees, I feel, weirdly still have a chance because they're going home to face Kansas City. Mike, John, if I asked you right now, when it comes to August, no, let's say the day before August 1st, what's Perry Manazian doing? I think Perry is going and getting a couple of bullpen arms, and I think he's going to try to get a starter. I think, he's, I think he's buying. I don't think Shohei gets traded. I think they're going to keep him, and I think that that's been the plan this entire time. And, and I think that they are just going to go try to get some arms. At least that's what fans see. That's what I see, what John sees. This team really needs some help. They need those shutdown innings. We had a whole segment on Lockdown Angels a couple of days ago where we talked about how there were 16 times since the beginning of the year, and, we were, and it wasn't all of them. It was just 16 times late in the game where the Angels had the lead, and then they immediately gave it right back up again. And it was because some bonehead guy came in and threw a changeup in the middle of the plate and gave up a home run. And so this is what this team needs. So I'm, I'm going to say that they are, and this might be a bold prediction, but I'm going to say that they're going to go get a couple of arms and I think one of the arms is going to be a starter, and I think they're going to get a couple of guys for the bullpen. What do you think, John? Yeah, I think they have to. I mean, that's the that's the part that's missing from this team is just that lockdown pitching. I mean, they're going to get Drury back. They're going to get Trout back. Maybe even Ohapi sometime in August. That's optimistic, but it seems like he's ahead of schedule. So I think offensively they're going to be fine. Um, but pitching is really just the Achilles heel right now. And they've got they've got the Pirates and they've got the Tigers. And then they got the Blue Jays who are in front of them in the wild card. So I think they have a chance to pick up some wins and even gain some ground in the wild card if they can do well against the Blue Jays. Uh, but Mike and I have been saying it all along. 
game by game. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Take it one yeah. day at a time before that trade deadline. What if I what if I threw this question back at you guys? Is is Aaron Judge like the big pickup? Because obviously him not being in that lineup changes everything. I remember when they played last year against the Angels, and it just felt like when we pitched to him, he was going to hit one out, mm-hmm. and he did. And so is Aaron Judge the big pickup, or are the Yankees going to do something pretty big at the deadline as well? Well, you don't want to play all our cards, guys. That's our episode <laughs> next week. We're going to talk about it on Thursday. Spoiler. <laughs> Stace, I mean, Judge swinging. He was running the bases yesterday at Angel Stadium in True. the heat. Like, I don't know. I, I, We've also said for a while that Aaron Judge, as mighty as he is, and as incredible as he was playing before he slammed into that wall at Chavez Ravine, might not be enough for this team because mm-hmm. they just can't put it all together at once. Mm-hmm. Right. It, but when they did have judge, there were spurts where they were really putting it together to the point where Stacy and I called that this might be the best team in the last decade. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Bold prediction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Stace, uh, I, I don't want again, don't show all our cards for next week's episode, but uh, <laughs> when it comes to the day before the deadline, what's Cashman and the boys doing? Annoying me besides annoying me. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. Um, I really, I really don't know what they're going to do because I, I'm almost afraid that they're going to say, you know, getting judge back is just like trading for a big bat in the lineup. Mm. Cause they always tend to do that. that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like if someone's, when someone's injured and they're coming back, like right after the trade, Oh, it's just like, we're getting another arm. It's like, no, you're just, (laughs) no, you're not. So I feel like that's going to happen. I just feel like I'm going to be annoyed at the trade deadline, no matter what happens. <laughs> well, we're going live for it. We're going live for it. So uh, make sure to hit subscribe here on Locked On Yankees. And uh, yeah, you'll get to see to my Locked angry face. Viewers. It'll be fun. <laughs> live, yeah, live, live. Yeah, live. Um, Mike Frisch, John Frisch. That's my brother, Mike. That's my brother, John. Hey, <laughs> thank you guys go. so much for uh, hanging out with us today. Yeah, thank thanks for guys. having us. This is fun. Back here on Locked On Yankees. Thanks again to the Frisch Brothers for hanging out with us here today. Love talking to those guys. Those guys are a beacon of sunshine. Um, <laughs> Stacy, the Royals series after an off day travel day on Thursday starts on Friday. So you can catch that series on SiriusXM. We've been telling you all year. Just Google SiriusXM. You can download that SiriusXM app as well to listen to every Yankees game this season. Stacy, there was an article in The Athletic the other day written by Brendan Cuddy. I like Cuddy. You like Cuddy, right? Yeah, we follow each other on Twitter. <laughs> oh, there you go. I like yeah. Cuddy. Um, putting out an article, let me pull it up here. It was called Yankees Three Moves to Consider to Give Struggling Lineup a Boost. And uh, I put the link to that in the episode description. Of course, it's The Athletic, so you have to have a, a subscription. Um, but it's in the episode description if you want to check it out. The three things, I'll just summarize it for you. The three things he pitched was Platoon DJ and Rizzo at first. Put Peraza at third as the regular starting third baseman every single day and call up Florial and put him in left. Hmm. Stacy, your thoughts on those three things. Two of them might be true. One of them seems almost certain, and that being the Peraza at third. We saw Rizzo off uh, in the finale in Anaheim. So a DJ and Rizzo platoon might be pretty possible. Yeah, and I think I... Didn't I? I said something about a DJ Rizzo platoon as a goof, I think, earlier in the season. But at this point, 
I think that might actually work for the two of them. Um, the Peraza third, obviously, yes, just keep him there for the love of God, Boone. And the Floreal thing is interesting because that was, you know, <laughs> during the offseason, people were complaining that they didn't have an actual left fielder like they wanted them to go after. And they said the market, you know, the market wasn't there and blah, 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 whatever the heck the thing was. And when you think of all the people who played left field, including people who don't normally play left field, this season has just been a mess in the outfield. And, you know, I feel like would it really be a bad thing if they tried Floreal and left? I mean, I don't think it would be a bad thing. It's just they'd have to do some sort of a move to make that happen. But why not give him a chance? Because at this point, <laughs> they're not really going anywhere. So you might as well give the kids a chance to play in yeah. some position. Yeah, they could always like IL-60 Donaldson because it doesn't look like he's going to play again this season. Uh, that would guarantee it, essentially, if they IL-60 him. Uh, and then that would clear a 40-man space and then have to send somebody down like Franchi or something. So, but that also might happen when Greg Allen comes back anyway. So, oh, right. I forgot about Greg Allen. <laughs> yeah. Greg Allen hit a homer yesterday, by the way. Yeah. Side note. Um, I wanted to kind of pitch a couple of additional moves. Um, and these are, I don't know, they range on impact versus not impact. I think Matt Crook could be a nice touch in the pen just to give some guys a break. Yeah. Uh, the bullpen has obviously struggled over the last couple of weeks, so maybe Crookie could kind of just eat a couple innings. I don't think it's going to be a massive difference maker, but could give someone a breather. Um, these next two moves would require 40-man, so take that for what you will. Maybe call up Andres Shaparo. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. He struggled. He's definitely yeah. struggled. Um, and then maybe call up Ben Rortfett because the Yankees obviously aren't getting much out of their catchers offensively. Yeah. I mean, you made that big trade. Why don't you <laughs> just do it? Let the I mean, they could. know that he does exist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they could do the aisle 60 for Donaldson. Yeah. And then call Ben Rortfett and carry three catchers. They could always do that. Sure. It's unconventional. Yeah. But if but you're looking. Maybe... Yeah. I mean, that could uh, until Greg Allen comes back, that puts Stanton uh, in right regularly. Yeah. And then puts Ben Rortfett DHing if you wanted somebody else to catch, if you wanted to get somebody else in there. Because you're not really going to DH Higgy or Trevino. No, definitely so not. So you could, if you really just wanted to keep the catching situation the way it is, and then you just, you know, do that. I don't know. I, what do you think about those? Like, I, I, do you think those are, again, I don't think these are game, these are season changing moves, but th no. this is what the Yankees have right now. That's exactly. I was going to say, this is what they have. This is what they could do. Will they? I mean, I think it's, I think the first three that Cuddy suggested are way more realistic, including the Floreal, because he's been up before. Um, I feel like he'd have a better chance if they actually play him a little more than they usually do when <laughs> yeah. he comes up because or, it's or so, at or at all. Yeah. Cause you know, a lot of times uh, it'll be sporadic when these guys come up and then people We'll always the knock will always be well they can't cut it in the majors it's like well yeah of course not because he he's up for 12 games and playing in three of them and coming in as you know a defensive replacement like what do you expect these guys to do yeah. so yeah i mean crook could be good for the bullpen though just to have him there really and yeah. have that other lefty in there yeah they'd have to send someone down which they mm -hmm. have a couple of they, they could do something in the, in the pen that way um if there's sellers, I think there's a lot of moves they can do here. You could get something for IKF. 
You could totally get so. something for ICAF. Yeah, that's total. I mean, you're not going to get anything crazy back, but you'll get no. something. Yeah, um, yeah. You'll get more than you a bag get of something. balls. Yeah, yeah. You can get something for Wandy. Hundred percent, you can get something for Wandy. You could easily get something from Bader uh, if you wanted to move all those guys. I think if you are able to move those three guys, IKF, Wandy, and Bader, all expiring at the end of the year anyway, um, mm-hmm. in the aisle sixty, Donaldson that clears four forty man spots. Yeah. So that. I mean, you're going to have to put Dominguez there soon. Um, that wouldn't be this season, but, um, you know, you got to clear some 40-man space here regardless. I mean, those three, those all four will be gone anyway. Uh, right. But I think the Yankees, if they continue on this path, they're going to have to have a big internal look during the offseason about what to do with this roster. Oh, yeah. 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 I also feel like they're going to do a combo of buying and selling at the deadline. Like it's not going to be a full sell, but it's also not going to be a full buy because they're the Yankees and they would never admit yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're not going to buy any rentals. It doesn't seem, yeah. uh, it would be like going after Bader last year, getting two two years of that. That makes yes. more sense for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to take a deeper look again if they're buyers or sellers next week. So hit subscribe, of course, to do that. You can drop your questions for Fan Mail Friday. That's tomorrow. You guys already know that. And then there's subtext as well. 14-day free trial in the episode description. But that's going to just about do it for today's Locked on Yankees. I'm Steve Granato. And I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. We'll see you tomorrow.